Tatiana here, aka Tap Out Queen. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Auralicious, A Tale of Sex. To my P Square community, those who are passionate about the penis and passionate about the pussy. Today's segment is called Motivational Monday, where I invite sex therapists, sexologists, sex educators, sex bloggers, sex consultants to share their wisdom, insight, passion, and wit regarding the sex-positive culture. Stay tuned. Hi, Tatiana here, a.k.a. your tap-out queen. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Auralicious, A Tale of Sex, and of course to my P-Square community, those who are passionate about the penis and passionate about the pussy. Today is a very special day because today is a Motivational Monday, and I have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Goody Howard. She's a sexologist, sexuality educator, speaker, and relationship anarchist. She's from Dallas, Texas. She's been in the adult industry for over 10 years as an insider, and she informs, educates, and empowers her clients with the knowledge that sexual pleasure is sexual health. She hosts playdates and workshops around the country that are focused on intimacy and empowerment for men, women, and couples. It's called her Lick Workshops. She hosts adult parties, toy parties, and guides couples through their intimacy challenges and speaks nationwide on topics of sexuality. Most notably, Mrs. Howard tours the country hosting her Lick workshops. She was just in Houston. She did a Lick Houston workshop. She was in Austin, and she did a Lick Austin workshop. So guess what? We got to get her here to New York called Lick New York. I am definitely working on that hard. And I think with all our positive good energy, we are going to get her here before the year is over. Okay? So let me continue. Her unique workshop focuses on taking oral pleasure from mile to while. And her mantra is be good or be good at it. So let us please give her a loving, warm welcome to... Auralicious, a Tale of Sex podcast, Motivational Monday segment. How are you, beautiful? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for that wonderful welcome. <laughs> You're so humble, but no, you are a awesome girl. <laughs> you saved my, my podcast life. <laughs> girl, I'm here I'm for it. I got you. Sex positive. I love it. And honestly, to my listeners, um, we were talking. I was getting ready to send out amazing press release regarding the official launch and I'm just dropping some knowledge with her and she goes oh you got to stay sex positive I'm like what you have to stay sex positive I'm like I am positive and she was so honest and so gracious enough to just pull my coat on a few things that I was actually going to put out there and again I am humbly grateful I really am because and you we all know that there's thousands of podcasts especially about sex but the one thing mm-hmm. I believe that will separate my podcast from others is because my 
audience is the P-square community and it's those who are passionate for the penis and passionate for the pussy. We don't play with sex. Mm-hmm. We embrace mm-hmm. the love of it. The beautiful right. things it does to the body, the mind, the spirit, you know, and how it also releases toxins, people. Like, is it me? Drop some knowledge, mm-hmm. please. No, it's, there's, there's, there are tons of, there's so much research about how orgasms and positive, positive sexual expression is directly connected to, you know, endorphins and positive energy and, and just, you know, awakening of the spirit and aligning of the chakras and all these other things that basically boil down to a positive outlook, positive energy in your life. And it just kind of, it's a release. And the release that's associated with orgasm, we all know, is an amazing thing. It helps cure headaches. It helps with blood pressure. It helps with, you know, sleep. You know, it helps with all these different things. And so I, I think that sex is healthy. Sexual health is sexual pleasure and vice versa. And here's my question to you, sweetie. I'm so glad you said that because, okay, our bodies were designed to enjoy pleasure. And and one of the quotes I actually have on the front of my book, Oral Issues, The Truth About Oral Sex, Intimacy, and Passion, a quote by Marilyn Monroe, because I think she was totally there. And she mm. said that we're all born sexual creatures. And thank God. But it's a pity so many people despise and crush this natural gift. Now, we're all born sexual creatures, and I think some people don't identify what that means. And it's because when we kiss, our lips have over 10,000 nerve endings. Why kissing is so important. This is why I wrote about it in my book. I've since played a freaking key role to your sexual energy. What do you think? I think uh, kissing is very important. There's there's an intimacy involved in kissing mm-hmm. that some people aren't prepared for. So that's why some people don't kiss when they have sex because it's, it's a connection that they're not really like. Some people will like your dick ah. before they kiss you. You know what I'm okay. saying? At that point, okay. you're exchanging breath. The breath is coming out of my body and going into yours. We are basically on one life force at this point. And so because okay. that's how I view kissing. Um, I think that people, again, aren't into that intimacy. I have some friends that are sex workers, and they won't kiss when they're at work. They only kiss their partners when they're, you know, their actual partners. They don't kiss their okay. clients. Okay. Uh, some of them do if they get you know, the girlfriend experience, mm-hmm. you know, the girlfriend experience or something like that. So it it really is a very, very intimate form of communication. And and that's why I think people um, aren't are not really – depending on where they are with who they're sleeping with. You know what I'm saying? They may not be as open to kissing somebody. Also, people can be bad kissers. And I think that people don't, we don't want to tell, we don't want to hurt our, our partner's feelings. And so, well, I, I may not, I, I may love fucking you, but maybe you're not the best kisser. So I need to just avoid that going forward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, I, don't feel like no, I, <laughs> I feel like if I you can't kiss, you can't fuck. And not bust out laughing you said that because, so to my listeners, I'm telling you right now, as I'm speaking to this amazing person, we're doing a workshop together, her and I, because what is so interesting you said it because, and even though we talked about how some people just are into that, into that being intimate, you know, with kissing, because it is very essential. I'm talking about in relationships, marriage, or couples mm-hmm, who are mm-hmm. involved. I'm not talking about those who are, you know, in the profession where they can't. I get them. I'm talking about in relationships. Okay? Some people and the one think, thing, uh, but some people, like, are low-key germaphobes, and they feel like kissing is nasty, right? which is but unfortunate. Okay. Right. You want me to, you want me to put you? But see, but here's the thing, though, because I had a couple. I had a couple, because mm-hmm. I do intimacy consulting as well. So I had a couple so I, I was talking to, and uh, they 
the issue, the concern was that he wanted his dick sucked, but he was not going down on her, and he didn't. He doesn't kiss. And he was saying, because it's nasty, you know, you, you're, the nastiest part of the person is their mouth, and, you know, women's bodies are different than men's. Men are external, women are internal, so he ain't trying to put his mouth on all that. And, you know, he was, and this is his wife. This is a woman who's had his children. Mm-hmm. He's never done it. Never mm-hmm. been a kisser, never been a pussy eater this whole time. And I was like, well, why is it suddenly a thing now? And she was saying they had an infidelity issue. And um, On whose behalf, his or hers? His. Oh. Um, he, he cheated, and then she kind of like emotionally cheated as revenge. But the dude okay. she was emotionally cheating with was all down for it. Like he was, you know, he was kissing her. They didn't have sex, but they were kissing and because she had been with him, she'd been with him 15 years, she hadn't okay. been kissed. You know what I'm wow. saying? And oh so when she she was like, he was all down. He was going to eat it and everything. He was down for everything. Oh, boy, wasn't doing what he was willing to do. And she was just like, the fact that he kissed me and I had never been kissed like, like that. And I've been married 15 wow. years. She said, I knew that. She's like, she's like I love my husband, but... He had never put butterflies in my stomach like that, and I want to have that with my husband. So she quit talking to old dude because because of that. She was like, it made me feel something I'd never felt before, and I felt super guilty. Like, I might as well have fucked him because I got something oh, that I don't do with my husband. Matters, if, if I can be so candid about it. Because one oh, absolutely. Because, in my you know, book, Chapter One, is about kissing. And, cause, you know, I also do couple counseling, and I have a couple right now who I, you know, um, who I talk to. One of the issues is there's no transparency, first problem. Secondly, it's like you kissing, like you said, germaphobe or just some, because if your mind is closed mm-hmm. on any level of sex to some degree, you're not going to enjoy what it's supposed to offer your body sexually. So this is why I start with basic kissing. Because if you can't kiss 9 or 10, you can't fuck. And I've said that before. Okay? That's that's This is basic. Right. Basic. That's a t-shirt too, girl. Um, My t-shirt. Right. But basically, Mm. seriously, if, if if you're just, even if you sit on the couch and you just caress each other's hand and just start kissing. That starts the mood. But relationships, what you just described to me, is very self-centered, very selfish, and only one mm-hmm. person is being satisfied. He, and you sound like a goddamn misogynist, in my opinion. Yeah, and because we're socialized to do with our husbands and right. please our husbands and make sure they're happy and, and all these other things, she feels like she's doing right by her husband, but she's not exactly. doing right by herself. And she's miserable. Yeah, and so that's that's yes. the the key evaluation is that self care is not selfish. Right. And no, and, and we don't we don't we don't allow that. We don't make space for us to, to express ourselves in that way. And so once she started mm-hmm. just taking ownership of her uh her pleasure and, and right. the fact that she deserves pleasure as well, mm-hmm. she she just kind of opened up a little bit more as far as what she was willing to accept and what she felt like she deserved. And it Excellent. was just, it was just, it was freeing for her. It was a problem for him, but they're still working through it. Of course. It. Good, 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 good. Or, or, and, and, and I'm just saying this from a female's point of view here. So this is, I'm giving you two options, okay? Either you can conform to you pleasing me now, or if with your permission, I can just find a lover. 
what's your take on that, Goody? Um, I think that sounds amazing, but also it's not always <laughs> it's not feasible. Realistic. No, I know. Right. Um, <laughs> but that's a relationship anarchy, though, right? That is. Right. You know, I'm not down for anything. Explain sex, that. That's something that explain that. <laughs> but explain what that means so my listeners can know, because I just love the term. So what does um, sexual anarchy mean? Well, relationship anarchy. Relationship, and, relationship uh, anarchy. Yeah, relationship anarchy basically means that I'm not going to just support and uphold um, the hetero monogamous narrative of what a relationship okay. can look like. Like a relationship okay. cannot just look one way. Right. Um, and so that means that I am in support of open relationships. I'm in support of swingers. I'm in support of polyamorous people. I'm in support of LGBTQIA people. I'm in support of um, multiple relationships. Um, I'm in support of those things. I understand how they can be beneficial and healthy and balanced. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that a, a household or a family or a couple can just look, look one way. Without it not being healthy. Right. And so because toxic okay. monogamy is a thing, mm-hmm. right? So toxic right. monogamy is is basically people saying that, you know, people that are monogamous and basically it's, it's a socially upheld principle that monogamy is the only way to go. It's the best way to go. All that other stuff is just really nilly. And, you know, right. And so and that, like this is the only happy, only way to have a healthy, healthy, happy relationship. And mm-hmm. uh, books like The Ethical Slut uh, are my favorite. Uh, my favorite is Ethical Slut. Ethical, now, who wrote that? Could you give me the name? Oh, we're not oh. giving the name. It's okay, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be, so what I'll do, so any, so what, to my listeners, whatever Goody um, recommends or suggests, I'll have the link <laughs> on my website to get it also to her. Is that okay, sweetie? Oh, absolutely. Um, but the Ethical okay, Slut was cool. written by uh, Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy. And it was one of the first, like, really books that dove into polyamory and um, being ethically non-monogamous. Okay. So did they pretty much drop the knowledge that realistically society wants to be pigeonholed in one realm, but reality, this right. is who we all are. Yeah. Right. And you know. so it's, it's, it's basically like people are cheating anyway, and they're, they're, being, exactly. they're, being, they're being unethically non-monogamous, right? So if I was just honest with everybody and say, hey, you know, I want to be in this kind of, I like you, I like you, and I like you, and you all three do something different for me. I want to be able to be with all of you. I think like when you're single, basically you're being polyamorous if you're dating more than one person and they know about it. Um, yeah, so, and that's, that's called solo poly because you're, if you're dating more than one person, whether you're fucking them or not, you're, you're spitting, you're building relationships with more than one person. And then, uh, you know, you may figure out that you like one and this eliminates other ones, but, while you're casually dating and you're single, that's basically solo polyamory. You're in multiple well, you know, relationships. Mm-hmm. And well, everyone knows about each other. Joint, well, likely has a new joint called She's Gotta Have It. Well, it's, it's now on, I think it's on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. I think yes. It's on that. And she has these type of relationships with all three of them do something for her. And mm-hmm. then she got interesting reviews, but it, it's well-written and the acting is amazing. And I, I love well, watching it because it's... Did you see the original... Did the what? Did you see the original? Oh yeah, yeah, the movie. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, so I I actually went on a rant for like fifteen minutes about the new version of She's Got to Have It. Uh, we want to hear okay. about it. 
So basically, I love I love that um, they're showing a, a power an empowered black woman who's owning her sexuality. I okay. don't think that this is a, a healthy example of polyamory, but I do. It is some example, which is better than no example. So I'm here for that. Um, okay, so that we're gonna save that for another episode. But I like yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and the listeners exactly. heard it too. So that means you got to yeah. tune back in, and I'm gonna ask you really how we come back on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, but that's all a relationship anarchist is. It's someone that's in support of other types of relationships. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean so, that I'm poly myself, but I'm, I, I right. uphold everyone else's right to be. Like, I'm, I'm personally not, um, but I do support it and I do see how it makes sense. And when I was single, I kind of was. I was solo poly because I was dating a whole lot of people. But um, okay. they all knew about it, so that's how you be ethically non-monogamous. As long as everyone involved knows that you're doing the right thing. If you're lying right. to people, that's when the problem comes in. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So I, 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 I can talk to her for hours, okay, but I'm excited <laughs> she was part of my right, I'm trying to stay on topic. I'm going to stay on topic. Yeah, no, and, I'm, and I'm, throwing out, I'm sorry for not wheeling you back in, but I let the knowledge flow, girl. My new listeners are happy, <laughs> but I know I'm happy, okay? But so, also, you're also notable, um, Ms. Howard, um, doing tours, you know, in the various countries, hosting your LIC, um, yes. workshop, and her unique workshop focus on taking oral pleasure from mile to while. Ooh, yes. okay, well, I'm gonna be quiet and listen. Go, girl. What's up? <laughs> okay, so lick, lick is my oral technique workshop, um, and so I do lick fellatio and lick cunnilingus. So I teach oral sex on the penis and oral sex on the vulva. But um, okay, so I'm trying not to cut you off, but can you just repeat that again and say it a little slower so we can enjoy what you just said? Because I like that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, okay. <laughs> so I teach. So I have lick. I guess it's lick him and lick her, but it's a lick fellatio workshop. And I have lit cunnilingus. So I teach oral sex on a penis and oral sex on a vulva. Um, and basically what I go over in my workshops, we go, we take the work out of the job. You know, we go from mile to while, move you to the head of the class, as it were. Um, so like we go that. over, we go over hygiene and diet and anatomy and, uh, positions. Glacio friendly and cunnilingus friendly positions. We go over oral and manual stimulation of the genitals. We go over how to incorporate edibles and consumables into your play. We go over how to incorporate toys into your performance. And then we go over gag reflex control, dental placement, saliva control, spit versus swallow, and overall showmanship. Okay. So, yes, listeners, I'm working on getting her kids in New York, okay? Yeah. So, everywhere I go. Okay. Yeah, it's Lick, whatever city I'm in. So, I just just did Lick Lick Houston. I just did Lick Houston last weekend. Um, Doing Lick Austin in two weeks. Um, I have a couple other cities out your way, like I'm doing uh, D.C. and Baltimore. I have Fayetteville, North Carolina, Atlanta, okay. Chicago, Memphis. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm 
going around a lot of places. I'm one, I have to get in New York. Like, New York has to be there. Oh, listen, I'm working on it. You know, we might. So, I was recently at Miss looking for a location. Uh, the dates of uh, October, we looked at 12th, 13th, and 14th. That's not going to work, unfortunately, because that's mm-hmm. actually restaurant week in New York. So, mm. the only available date is, is October 6th. I don't know if that works for you. The, the, the headliner, I wanted um, Teresa Griffin to be the headliner. Uh, amazing artist amazing um, songstress um, but but we're going to work it out and we want to get it done before this year is over but we have great stuff in line for 2019 right Miss Goody yes ma'am yes 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 yes, yes. so just some okay. finishing up um, and it's been such a great um, honor and pleasure to have Goody Howard amazing sexologist well over um, years of of, of experience pertaining to the sex positive community and I'm just humbly grateful that she's here. So for Motivational Monday, I definitely want her to leave some words of encouragement to my Peace Square community um, for tuning in and hanging out with us for these minutes. And again, girl, what would you like to say to my um, yeah, my listeners on Motivational Monday? Um, I just want to say that you know, I'm I'm excited to be on the podcast because I'm a sexologist. This is what I do. I love what you're doing. So if you guys are listening and you have something that you're passionate about, go do that shit. Figure it out and go do that shit. Then you'll be happy like the rest of us. Like, follow your passions. Do what you love to do. Figure it out and go do that shit. I love it. That's it. Thank That's you. it. Just go do that shit. Don't say you have to do it. You get to do it. Go do that shit. <laughs> Again, thank you, Goody Howard, for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, and your passion for what you do, your link workshops, you know, uh, giving insight to couples, how to improve in sucking dick and eating pussy. You know, I'm humbly grateful again. And to my P-Square listeners, those who are passionate about the penis and passionate about the pussy, Thank you for tuning in, hanging in there with me to the very end. And if anyone subscribe to my podcast and leave a review, I will send you your own oral sex autograph Bill of Rights scroll. So stay tuned. For the following Tuesday is Tasty Tuesday, and I have John Spots from La Bakery Central from Denver, Colorado, who was my first guest for my official launch on National Orgasm Day, July 31st. So it's going to be awesome. Again, thank you. Signing off.